This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, London. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're really coming up on it. We have two shows coming up at the London Podcast Festival at King's Place. Yeah, we're going to be stuck in. What? That's a, like English people. They say that they're going to get stuck in. What does that mean? It means like if you go down like a very narrow alley, it gets narrower and narrower and you don't realize it. And then all of a sudden you're stuck in. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be there September 13th and 14th. That's a Friday and Saturday. Um, go to it. And if you were going to go see the Doughboys on the 13th, they just canceled their show. <laughs> come so see, co- come well, see our show, which yeah. is at the same time, just to, like across the hall. An easy walk. Yeah. Um, you were going to be there anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, seriously. You know this ad's playing on our show, not their show. <laughs> oh, right. Well, some people listen to... To both, yeah. To both, not many, probably. Anyway, go tcgte.com slash live. We'd love to see you there. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I got hit with, I don't know what, uh, I had a fever. Two by four. No, a sickness. That completely swept me off my feet. <laughs> Sounds romantic. <laughs> I fell in love with it. Wow. I had 103 fever a couple oh, days really? ago. Yeah, isn't that what they, like, only babies get that and you also have to bring them to the hospital yeah. when it happens? Was this a rectal temperature or how'd you get this temperature? No, I, I just used... Look, I have... Uh, a rectal thermometer? No, I don't. I have an oral thermometer. Yeah, you can use those rectally, too. I I did not know that, um, but I, do, I want one. Uh, they I have do one. Not know that. Uh, I feel like as soon as we became adolescents and didn't need our temperature taken all that often. Yeah, they have like the instant thermometers. Yeah, like the ear one. Yeah, or like they touch it to your head now, right? I feel yeah. like I went to a doctor's office once and they put like, uh, like a, a cotton pad on my head, and then they were like, "Oh, you're fine." <laughs> Nothing it was attached a, to no, it. it's attached to it. But the only thing that made contact with the skin was a cotton pad. I just feel like they really made great advances in thermometer yeah. technology. Well, and I think we were uh, like just ahead of the rectal thermometers too. I think like before it wasn't too long before us. It was like, well, there's only one way to get the temperature. I don't think that's true. Tom. I think it is true. I mean, it doesn't make sense that it would be true. No. Because, like, under your tongue and in your butt, that's got to be roughly the same. Ideally, I guess. <laughs> Ideally, yeah, or else something really is going wrong. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, Tom, I'm recovering. I'm not drinking. You're on your third beer uh, since I got here? I didn't know you were counting, Tim. I was counting. 
<laughs> and since I'm not drinking, I'm really good uh, good at counting. Yeah. Well, these are all day IPAs, so I can drink them all day. It's Have a you been session ale. Them before I've been I drinking them all day. Uh, yeah. Third that you know of. Uh, but it keeps me refreshed. Keeps yeah. me relaxed. So I was uh, laid up for for two whole days. Like you didn't go to work or anything? No. Wow. I canceled all of my appointments. I was going to cancel this today, Tom. <gasps> Oh, I'm glad you did. I'm a very busy man. I know it's, you are. It's impossible to reschedule with me. I did this thing where I would follow. I, I slept all day, which is why I wanted to talk about naps this week. Yeah. It's naps week here on the Complete Guide to Everything, and I uh, would wake up and my shirt would be soaked through with sweat. Yeah, because I had such a high fever. And that's the worst feeling, isn't it? Yeah. I actually changed my undershirt this morning because I uh, like I, you know did did all my morning stuff. You know what? I had hot coffee this morning. I had too much too quickly, mm-hmm. and then I took a nice hot shower, and then I was you know put on like uh, pants and an undershirt. I'm I'm running around uh, get all my stuff. You're running hot already. Yeah, and I'm getting all my stuff together. I'm feeding the dog and everything, and then I go to put on my my overshirt. I'm like this. This shirt's already damp. Did you dry off after you got out of the shower, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I dry off. I thought after maybe I it was shower, shower water. It is like I get the shower sweats real bad. Yeah. Uh, you should uh, end your showers uh, with the cold. I do, but like I'm too much of a coward to go like real cold. I know, but <laughs> I like I'm the same way. Like I no. know you're a coward, but I I am also a coward. Uh, but imagine you could get to that where just 15 seconds of turning hot all the way off. Now, and will then, that even do it, though? I think so. Do I need just I'm like... I'm just afraid it's going to make my heart stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a little... die in the shower. I'm a little afraid that, like, I'll faint from it or something. Yeah, and that would be, like... Oh, why are you late? I fainted in the shower today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. What are yeah. you doing here? <laughs> Aren't you a healthy man in his 30s? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't want to be sweaty, so I uh, turned it to ice cold. We are the two softest people who have ever lived. <laughs> uh, I was telling people at work, I was sick, and they were like, ah, yeah, probably because the change in the weather. <laughs> Like, so it went from yeah, hot I didn't to like, like kind of hot outside, and it made my body freak out and yeah, I didn't jump sleep six outside. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't a bunch of wusses. I've been trying to experiment with a not ice cold, but and probably actually, if I was out of the shower and I put my hand in and felt it, you know, at room temperature, it'd probably be like still kind of warm. Uh, yeah. But when you're taking a hot shower and you switch to this, it feels freezing. Yeah. Uh, but I've been trying to do that for like, I mean, I want to say like a minute or two, but it probably is like 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. Because I'm thinking more <laughs> is length more than like just super cold. Because I feel like even just a super cold for like 10 or 15 seconds, I'm still going to have like a lot of heat inside my body. And yeah. maybe even the cold is going to make my body go, hey, we got to heat up, boys. We got a cold one on our hands. Turn on turn on the, the internal furnaces. But that wouldn't be that wouldn't be like, hey, start sweating. Because that's how you deal with excess heat from the outside. Right. But it gets me hot. And then because here's the thing with the shower sweats, at least for me. I don't have them at first. 
And I always think like, oh, okay, everything's great now. And, you know, I brush my teeth, I get my, my shirt on and everything, I get all ready. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like all the water is just like out of me. It's not, it's not water, Tom. It's sweat. No, I think it is like water or something. It's like I'm very humid. My body's humid. I got a humid body. Mm, I think you're taking, let me ask two questions or one question. Yeah. Uh, how long is your daily shower? It's not that long nowadays. I don't listen to podcasts in the shower like I used to. You would listen to an entire podcast? Not an entire podcast, but I'd put, I have a, one of those uh, shower speakers, Bluetooth yeah. shower speaker. The acoustics in a bathroom really- Are great. No. <laughs> it stinks. It makes everything loud. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Because it makes it loud, but like you can't distinguish words very well. Yeah, that's true. I um, think uh, also the shower speaker I have like suction cups onto the uh, the tiles. I think like every every like bathroom in my building gets the podcast I'm listening to. I think it just like vibrates through all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid of what my neighbors know about my media consumption. Right? I'm always worried. Like, whenever I'm, like, watching something weird on TV, and I hear, like... You find weird. <laughs> and I hear somebody, like, taking the garbage out, I'll sometimes I'll pause it. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, somebody to just hear, like, a, a few seconds of this as they're walking by. One of the benefits of living in New York, though, <laughs> is you're living on top of your neighbor's but you rarely ever see them and you never interact with them. No. So my building has two elevators. It's in a I think it's eight story building. Ooh. Two elevators, the uh, poor elevator and a rich elevator. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, just two regular old elevators. One's better than the other. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was waiting for And there's like an internal idea within the building that everybody you don't go in the elevator with another person, essentially, because they're like pretty tiny elevators. Yeah. Not they're super normal. small. They're normal for New York City yeah. elevator size. But like if you're thinking like a hospital elevator, keep on dreaming because well, it's much You don't need to put that. a gurney. Actually, yeah. But <laughs> I've seen some gurneys in this place. <laughs> but, uh, um, you don't, since there are two, like if you're in the lobby, and like somebody's waiting for the elevator, you go to the other other elevator and press the button. You yeah. don't be like, oh, I'll, I'll go in with that now, person. Now is that you, Tom Reynolds? No, it's or is everybody. everybody. It's everybody. Or is it everybody when they see you, Tom Reynolds? <laughs> no, waiting for the elevator. No, but so this happened uh, yesterday, where like uh, uh, somebody was waiting for the elevator. I forget the order, but. Basically, both of us press the button, and then like we both got off at the same floor. I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, that's the guy that lives in that door." Like, I didn't, I don't know him, I don't recognize him. He knows a lot about you, though. Sometimes I see my neighbor, my next door neighbor, a lot. She's like the only person whose like name I know and stuff. Do you ever talk to her? Not really. Hmm, could have been a nice meet cute. No, I'd, why not? Why? Why? Why would I want to? meet cute the person living next door to me because it would be a nice story what if it doesn't work out it wouldn't be a nice story it would sound like the laziest man alive what if it does work out you knock down the wall between the can't, there's a rental tim i can't you knock buy down the wall and then you have a huge apartment no that's person the two of you and your family i shouldn't talk about this in case somehow she knows a lot more about me than i do about her 
and she had listens a little bit to this of a show. No, no, no. She came up on a dating app, uh, like a, couple, a long time ago, but like uh, on a dating app. One, and I was like, oh no! It was like one of those. You don't know about this. You don't know about dating. I've never apps. been on a dating app. Yeah, you've been married for twenty three years now. Uh, twenty three long happy years. <laughs> Why'd you correct me? <laughs> Uh, you didn't say that they were long, happy years, Tom. All right. Well, I, I mean, long in a good way. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, it was like the way those apps. Like sometimes, if somebody likes you, that you'll they'll show up multiple times. They'll like give you a few chances. Mm-hmm. This one, and that's what happened with this person. I was like, oh fuck, like. And it was, I forget which app, I legitimately forget which app it was. Oh, but you, you're showing me the picture that you screenshotted from the app no. right now, which is weird. Oh, now you have another picture of her. Why do you have so many pictures of her? <laughs> I don't. But like, it was, How did you get that picture, Tom? It was some app that told you like how close the person was, mm-hmm. and it was like less than 50 feet. And I was like, this is horror. I deleted the app because yeah. I was like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think she's in love with me. I think well, most of my neighbors are in love with me. I think me. most people are in love with you, like everybody. Yeah, I, thank you. You know, I've been thinking, I've I've been working on this theory for a long time myself, so I'm glad to hear somebody else uh, saying it out loud, Tim, and uh, vindicates me. So, um, uh, look, I'm not going to be on my game. I think I might still have a fever. Sorry for coming into your home. What, Tim? I have a. I live in a very confined space. You can't. I don't think I do. I took Advil just in case. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that stops things from being. Uh, uh, what's the word? Contagious. Yeah. Have another beer. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the alcohol will stave off the germs. Yeah. Look, Tim. I'm just trying to make sure we're both working at the same mental level. Uh, Tim, before we get any further, I'd like to, uh, I have a correction and an apology I'd like to issue from from last week's episode. Love it. Uh, Last week, I said that in ancient Rome, a vomitorium was where people went to vomit. Now, at the time, I had no idea we had so many uh, professional archaeologists that listened to this show. And thankfully, archaeologist, and thankfully took the time to reach out to me publicly, privately, through any channel available to them to tell me that I was wrong. You know what? I'm glad that for once people didn't include me, uh, correct me personally on something that you insisted on, um, and and this happens often. You'll insist on something, and I'll be skeptical or like, eh, I don't know if that's true. And it happened be, earlier with Bruce Banner. Yeah, you'll be so condescending to me. Uh, Tom Reynolds, condescending man who is usually wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, before I said, what was uh, the Incredible Hulk's name on the TV show? The 70s David, TV show. David Banner, and you're like, no, Bruce Banner. I was like, no, nah, I think it's David Banner. And you're like, it's Bruce Banner. It's Bruce Banner. It's Bruce yeah. Banner. You mean such a dick. Like, hey, I'm the comic books guy. Yeah. Guess who the comic books guy is now? Me, Tim. Because yeah. I was right. It was David, David Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah, and then you said we're both right. <laughs> yeah, in a way we were both right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'd like to formally apologize. Thank you to everybody. That, yeah, literally everybody. That messaged me. 
about this. Although somebody pointed out, I think on our Reddit, that they said um, it, it's Aldous Huxley's fault uh, why that's For, a, like mistranslating. Yeah, it. as like a, a popular misconception. I Aldous remember Huxley sucks. An SNL sketch where they were thrown up in a vomitorium. That's where my frame of right. That's where I learned Aldous Huxley does most, not most suck. history. I'm sorry. I said he sucks. He doesn't. I didn't enjoy the the turns that uh, Brave New World took, but yeah. that doesn't mean the man wasn't an excellent writer. Right. Well, he's dead, presumably, right? Yeah. He's entered a Brave New World of his own. Heaven. All right, Tim, enough uh, apologizing. I refuse to be censored. <laughs> any, I can't believe you apologized, Tom. Any longer. Well, and... Uh, Just because you were called out online? It's like an onion, Tom. It'll never end. Yeah, you're right. That's I what... don't apologize. I stand by. Hey, uh, anyone who corrected me, when did you go to ancient Rome? Oh, and, did you know what happened in Vomitorium? Yes, did you know? Were you there? Oh, did you see it with your own two eyes? Oh, that's very interesting, because I'd like to hear more if you were actually there. I'd like to see the time machine that you took. Or if you're, you know, uh, thousands of years old, that would also be of interest to me. Oh, and if you could definitively prove that nobody ever vomited in a vomitorium, yeah. uh, I'd like to see that evidence that you have there. People were throwing up all the time back in the old days. Yeah. Everything was expired, and they So you're saying know. not one person ever vomited in a vomitorium. Yeah. I would like to invite... Uh, any listener to come debate me <laughs> change my mind <laughs> um, Tim this week we're talking about nips you know what I was thinking Tom what uh, podcasters we're kind of like the philosophers of our time <laughs> and people are offended by the by the truths we tell yeah. that's on them yeah Sorry. people go up to Socrates and say, uh, I don't know, Socrates. That might be wrong. Yeah. No, they were like, thanks so much, Socrates. Thanks so much for telling us about that, Socrates, because guess what? It's fucking the old times, and it's boring as hell. And just listening to an old man talk about his ideas is yeah. by far the most interesting thing. Now Unless I'm going to go puke in a vomitorium. <laughs> Unless there's like everybody a, else. Like a you know a show today where in, uh, like a, a lion's gonna rip a man apart. All right, doubling <laughs> down on things you're clearly wrong about. <laughs> Check. Uh, Tim, we're talking about naps this week. Naps. Hopefully, you're not taking one while listening to this. I don't care if you are or not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to podcasts uh, when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I now wake like up as an alarm. No, I wake up like two hours before my alarm, like clock. <laughs> and listen to two hours of podcast. I fall oh, you back put asleep. Them on yeah, while, yeah, so okay. I wake up at like four thirty, and four thirty. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm deviant. I'm losing my mind. I wake up at four thirty, and I'm just like, ah, I'll never get back to sleep. Put on a podcast three minutes I'm asleep. Nice. But then it always uh, goes out of my queue and I can't find it later. Here's my suggestion because this is something I thought about recently. Uh, Two phones. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, a lot of podcast apps have sleep timers. Yeah. 
Because uh, uh, I'm usually too tired to set it. <laughs> because I've been thinking about uh, uh, listening to audiobooks at night, and that was one of my concerns. I'm like, well, I'm gonna fall asleep. I'm gonna, you know, wake up, and it's gonna have played the whole damn book. Yeah. I'm not gonna know where I left off. Timer. Here's my problem with that. You set it for a half hour, right? Yeah. And uh, if you fall asleep in 10 minutes, you don't know that it's been 10 minutes. So you have to go back when yeah. you wake up and like find your place in it. Or the most stressful thing is when you're doing it to like lull you back to sleep. Yeah. And oh, then and like just as you're falling asleep. The murderer emerges. No, the, the thing, the timer, and the sleep timer oh. goes off and it turns yeah. off. And then you're just like. Oh no! I was so close, but now I have to start, and then you have to get up and restart it, and that that. There should be tough. a an option of like instead of stopping the thing completely, like start playing like gibberish afterwards, or start playing uh, smartening things in your head. Yeah, like vocabulary builders. Right. There are podcasts that are uh, just meant to go to sleep yeah. to. You know those apps? And before anybody texts, before anybody sends us a message saying, yeah, like your podcast, hey, cram it. Yeah, but also, if we help you fall asleep, you're welcome. Yeah. It's stressful times. If you need something to take your mind off the the hell on earth in which we live, I'm uh, proud. The monster that lives under your bed. Um, One more thing, Tom. How about Uh this for an app? You know these, uh, you know these apps that uh, you put well, the phone... Well, if you're going to say, how about this for an app and tell me about an app that already exists. No, no, no. This is... This it's is, a place you can post your pictures. This is... Uh, I forget what the app is called. Uh, I think it, I think Apple ripped it off uh, and called it, it like bedtime or something. Yeah. This is bedtime for podcasts. But you know those apps you put to the... To put podcasts to bed. You put, uh, you put your phone on your bed yeah. and it like... Sleep cycle, yes. and it tells you when you're asleep and what when you're awake. And, right, and, based and, on like the movement of your yeah, phone. It this should be a feature in a podcast app. As soon as it senses you're asleep, Ooh. that's when it turns off. Yeah, that way you're not missing anything. Ooh, there there's got to be something that does that already. I don't know. Maybe we should be the first. I have no idea how to do any of that stuff. You just buy one app and stack the other one on top of it. That's not how making apps works. Eh, you ever hear of stacks? What the hell is that? You know, I've never heard of stacks. Full stack? Oh, development. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what that means? Just yeah. stacking one app on Stack top of the other? Stack an app on top of the other huh. one and get double the functionality. It's ridiculous that, that, that Instagram... It was such a big idea. It was just a place to post pictures. Well, they had the filters. That was the thing yeah. in the beginning. Now nobody uses the filters. Yeah, because the phones got much better. Mm. The cameras, at least. And the phones, too. Hey, the phones, too. Been making some phone calls lately. Crystal clear. Good job. Well done. I think you need to thank your carrier as well. I've sent them a letter. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, naps. Naps. Tim, what uh, pro or... Anti-nap. I am pro-nap in that I wish I could achieve the lifestyle in which I could take a nap without feeling like an asshole. So like a, uh, like a, uh, like a, a person in like Mexico that owns like a storefront and they take a siesta and it's part of the culture 
And it's like nobody feels like an asshole because right. it's everybody does it. Yeah, sure. So you need to move somewhere where there's a napping culture. It Spain, like. like a lot of Europe, a lot yeah. of Asia, and a mm-hmm. lot of South America. Yeah. The U.S. is somewhat unique, not completely, but somewhat unique in that uh, naps are frowned upon. They're seen yeah. as a lazy thing to do. Whereas everybody else, not everybody else, but a lot of other places in the world, they're like, nah, it's great. Like, uh, I mean, I only know internationally about like siesta uh, and the idea basically being, well, it's very hot in the afternoon in a lot of places in Mexico. You've just had a big meal. You've had a nice big lunch. Uh, everybody's, I don't eat big lunches, Tom. Everybody's going to take five, not five, like an hour or whatever, and they're just going to take a nap. And it's fine. Everybody does that at the same time, so nobody's uh, days disrupted. Are you sure that it's in Mexico that they take the CSs? Yeah. Are you sure it's not Spain? <laughs> Look, Tim. Yeah. Dr. Bruce Banner <laughs> is one of the, uh, besides being one of the leading uh, gamma scientists in the world, is also one of the leading sleep scientists. I think it's Spain. I think it's Mexico. It might be Spain. Yeah, I think it's Spain, Tom. But they do a lot of, Tim, what language do they speak in Mexico? Spanish. Tom, I think they you're conflating siestas of... with fiestas. Ooh, I could go for one of those, too. Yeah. How, do you get all your uh, cultural knowledge from Looney Tunes cartoons? <laughs> Looney Tunes and, uh, like, uh, whatever specials Taco Bell has going on. <laughs> whatever new uh, Spanish. That's where I get uh, a lot of Spanish vocabulary introduced to me. Uh, the siesta habit has been associated with a 37% reduction in coronary mortality. Yeah. So I was reading a lot about the health stuff behind it. Mm-hmm. And apparently after... So, yeah, like when you're younger, taking uh, naps uh, seems good for you uh, health-wise. However, as you start to get older, wanting to take naps a lot, apparently they've identified as a, uh, a precursor for Alzheimer's. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when you get like 70 and above, if you take naps a lot, your mortality rate doubles. Really? Yeah. But I think that might just be because it's like you're giving the Grim Reaper more chances to get you. Mm, yeah. You know, you're or t- Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Freddy Krueger goes after kids. He doesn't go after old people. Well, times are tough. Yeah, times are tough. Also, <laughs> these kids nowadays are on their phone all the time. Freddy Krueger doesn't have a chance. Do you think some eighty-one-year-old would be like, "Oh, Freddy Krueger's trying to get me"? They wouldn't even know who that is. No, they'd probably be like, "Oh, it's Freddy from the boat club." Oh, they know him. Yeah, well, because like you know, he's all burned up. He looks old. Yeah. So they would think like, "Oh, he's the-, the man from <laughs> the boat club that they belong to." Yeah. Yeah, of course. Freddie wears like that dumb hat and a sweater. He dresses like an old man. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh number one, uh if if an old person was like, A man is after me in my dreams, they'd be like, All right, grandma <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the scary man with <laughs> who looks like the boy from your boat club. Yeah. It's coming to kill you in your dreams, we know. He got burned at the boat club, you see. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think at like once it, once you're past a certain age, don't go to sleep. 
Ever? As, as much as you can avoid it. Nas never sleeps. You want to know why? Why? Because sleep is the cousin of death. Yeah, he didn't come up with that. What? Nas didn't come up with that saying. Yeah, he did. No, we didn't. He That's... said it in a song, Tom. Yeah, I know, but did you check the footnotes of the song? N- no. And see if he attributed it to somebody else? I can else? go to genius.com and find Other out. Other people have said uh, sleep is a cousin of death. But do they say they never sleep because sleep is a cousin of death? Oh, maybe not that. But I mean, that's the logical next step. Um, if sleep is the cousin of death, then that makes me feel less afraid about dying, right? Yeah. It's like sleeping feels pretty good. Agreed. So maybe death is just like the best sleep ever. Um, it says here, Tom, we need a, we need a, an intern on this show, I think. Yeah, a research assistant. Uh, Nas was the first rapper to say it. <laughs> okay. But uh, this guy on uh, on Yahoo Answers believes the first person was uh, an old English poet, Charles Sackville. Oh, okay. I was going to say Socrates. No, you hate everything he had to say. Nah, I like him. I only like him because of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, though, in fairness. <laughs> um, the best joke of that movie is that the entire time they just call him Socrates. <laughs> Yeah, and like as a kid, you don't get that joke. No, but there's like I think they wouldn't let them have that dumb a joke the entire runtime right. of the movie. They'd be like, no, but people need yeah, to know but that after, it's Socrates after the first time. Like, have somebody correct them, yeah. and you know, and have Bill and Ted look dumb. Uh, but no, they don't do that. They don't go for the easy one. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's also a Congolese proverb. That sleep is the cousin of death? Yeah. Uh, how old, going how far back does it say? That's a good question. I don't know. Mm. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, maybe Nas did come up with it. We, I mean, it it's disputed. Like he it's came disputed. up with it and then it became a Congolese proverb? No, I think just a lot of people don't know where it came from. So, yeah, because it's know, so old. A, a poet, the Congo. Uh, rappers who are the poets of our generation. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big, uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's, uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just, uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash CompleteGuide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash CompleteGuide. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tim, during the break, uh, you just did additional research. Yeah. Nas himself uh, recognizes that it was a saying from before he was born. Yeah, that's an African proverb. Yeah, got it from Genius.com. Wow. That's a great site, Tom. Yeah. You ever go there? Used to be rapgenius.com. Yeah, but they've expanded. They've broadened their horizons. But they're still great for learning what rap lyrics are about. Yeah. They never lost their... What else do they do? What do you mean? Like, what What? What did they expand to beyond uh, lyrics? No, just all... Well, number one, uh, all types of lyrics from all genres, yeah. not just rap. But that's, like, the best for... I mean, like a lot of like rock lyrics, it's you know, there's not that many. But sometimes it's like, it's like hey, ooh, and I love her. It's like, yeah, I know. But what who that's is about. she? Who is her? <laughs> right. Like uh, a lot of times, it's a singer's mom. You're so vain. Yeah. Right. You, hey, who's that song about? You head you know, over Warren to Warren Beatty. Yeah. Or in that very same song, this this came up. I looked up that song recently. Because uh, actually my wife wanted to know when it's the, that clouds in my coffee uh, line. What does that mean? From what song? You're so vain. Oh. I had a dream there were clouds in my coffee. Just clouds put like in some milk coffee. in there, right? Like That's what I cream. thought. But I was like, well, why'd you have to dream about that? <laughs> Sounds pretty boring. Keep it out of a song. Yeah. But then they linked to they They, they annotated it with her explaining that lyric in an interview. I don't remember what it was. It was a dumb lyric. But look, kudos to you, genius. And then they tried to do a thing where... You could apply their genius technology to articles and stuff that would yeah. basically footnote articles, and mm-hmm. they tried to do it, I think, in the debates in 2016 oh, yeah, or something. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. One of those things where it's like, we have a good idea that works for one thing. Let's make it everywhere all the time. Yeah. And then everybody's like, no, nah, I don't think we want this. Um, I recent, I've been reading a lot of like bad articles lately on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breitbart. <laughs> no. I've been reading a lot of Breitbart on the turlet. <laughs> no, I've been reading a lot of like, because uh, I've been like trying to not be on Twitter as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Twitter's just bad, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, we all need to just like dunk on this one New York Times columnist <laughs> yeah. for 24 hours shit. straight. Yeah. I, if I passed him on the street, I wouldn't recognize him in a million years. Yeah. Well, let's try and get him to kill himself tonight. <laughs> um, I mean, the guy sounded like a jerk from what I read. From what took me like 20 minutes to even figure out what... That's the problem with Twitter, too. I'm going to say it. I'm not afraid. That, like, anytime I'm, I I stay away from Twitter for a while, then I go back on. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell anyone's talking about. Now I got to go figure out what they're talking about. And inevitably, once I figure it out, I'm going to be like, wow, this is stupid. I hate this. Why did I spend time looking this up? 
I better not stay off Twitter this long again or else I'll be out of the loop. Uh, so I've been reading like uh, I've been lo- looking at the Apple News app. Mm-hmm. And that just brings in a bunch of articles. Yeah. Um, and like inevitably Which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Just some thing that randomly well, look, aggregates man, news. I'm trying to poop. You know, I'm just trying to pass the time. Read a book. I'm not going to bring a book into the bathroom. That's disgusting. What if I drop it in the toilet? Do you drop your phone in the toilet? Yeah, that's why I got a waterproof phone. Okay. God. So you're upset that the the book would be unreadable. Right, unless it's laminated. Yeah, we'll just laminate your books for Christ's sake. I can laminate my own books, and I do thank you very much, but the ones from the library don't come laminated. Well, do a a public service and laminate the books (laughs) from the library. Well, I return it back. I I do you guys a favor. I... uh, laminated this book for them. I don't know how they would react. I went to the library the other day. They have uh, phone chargers there now. You wow. see this? It's uh, a dangerous precedent. Yeah, uh, it's like a... like You're, a, It's going to attract teens. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. It's like one of those lockers. So you uh, swipe your library card and it goes like... And opens up a little thing. You can put your phone in there. It's like a little bed for your phone to sleep in. Nice. So you can't use your phone while right. this is happening. But your phone's safe and... Sound. Safe and sound while it's in there. <laughs> Did you fall asleep while you were doing... <laughs> <laughs> All I right. took a micro nap. What was... Oh, but I read this article. I'll, I'll finish it then we can talk about napping. I uh, read this article where it's like, oh, all these... Uh, famous couples you didn't know were couples. One of them was fucking Warren Beatty and Annette Benning. It's like, were you out of your mind? If you know who either of these people are today, you know that they're married to each other. Tom, did you talk about this article last week on the show and you were upset that Rhea no, Perlman and Danny yes. DeVito were one of these couples? Yes, it was the same article, but now Warren Beatty came up, so I wanted to talk about it again. Wait, okay. You wouldn't believe the couples. that They were some of the most famous couples going. You're complaining about the same article targeting... Probably 60 plus. No, I think it was for young people. That was the most frustrating part that it was like. Young people don't know who Annette Benning is. That's what I'm saying. She was in Captain Marvel, though. Okay. But I'm saying that, like, that seemed to be the target audience where it was like, you know, Annette Benning or you know, Warren Beatty, but I bet you're too young to know that they're married to each other. I mean, when did they get married? They got married like 30 years no, ago. No, they didn't. 20 years ago. He was having, yeah. They were married during Dick Tracy. No, he was having trysts with with, with Madonna. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. I think it was shortly, shortly after uh, his tryst with Breathless Mahoney on the set of Dick Tracy, though. <laughs> what a great movie Dick Tracy was. Man, huh? I got to watch that movie. I bet that movie's nuts. I bet it sucks and it's real boring. You ever see that uh, CNN special that uh, uh, Warren Beatty did in character as Dick Tracy just to keep the rights to Dick Tracy? No, and CNN, (laughs) stop doing stuff like that. I don't know if it was CNN, but I feel like it was like a news organization. And Warren Beatty was playing Dick Tracy, and it was like a nonfiction show but he was wearing the trench coat and everything, being Dick Tracy, and it was apparently a rights thing where it was, you know, the rights would revert back if Warren Beatty didn't 
make a live action Dick Tracy thing in right. X years. So he did like this weird uh, TV special where he played Dick Tracy. So it's canon. Uh, he was uh, he directed and starred in Dick Tracy in 1990. Yeah, uh, he and Annette Benning wed in 1992. Okay, he hasn't been in a lot of movies in the last 30 years. No, I think he's very old now. He's 82. Yeah, well, but, but when was he in that Dick Tracy thing? 1990. No, no, oh. the, the special. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, you see, he's not been in a lot of things. There's got to be not very many listings in there. You should be able to find it. Uh, the Dick Tracy TV special. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2008. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, I mean, I guess that's not super recent, but it's like almost 20 years after the movie. But since Dick Tracy, he's uh-huh. been in Bugsy. Yeah. Then three years later, Love Affair. Right. And then four years later, Bullworth. Then three years later, Town and Country. Mm-hmm. And then 15 years later, Rules Don't Apply. And then that's it. Hmm. He's enjoying retirement. Sure. Annette Benning's still out there working hard. Yeah. She's become the uh, the breadwinner. Yeah. I mean, she's probably been the bread breadwinner the whole time. Tim, you're underestimating those Dick Tracy royalties <laughs> coming in. <laughs> Man, uh, he gets a cut on every uh, comic strip in the newspaper. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. He gets a cut on every uh, watch telephone that g- gets sold. Yeah, remember when that was such like a crazy thing? And like my watch can do that now, and mm-hmm. I would never dream in a million years of making a phone <laughs> call on my watch. Yeah. But it was an insane technology to think of back then. <laughs> yeah, in the friggin' 1930s. Yeah. And having a yellow uh, uh, jacket. Yeah. They were like, yeah, right. They were like, that's audacious. We don't have the dyes available mm-hmm. to make fabric that color. I wish everybody would wear hats again. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things I wish everybody was more into, just so I wouldn't look like an asshole. Hats are probably up there. Like, you can't wear a fedora because the only people that wear fedoras are jerk-offs, right? Yeah, exactly. I want more people out there riding Segways and scooters Mm -hmm. to get to, like, the breaking point where I can do it without looking like a jerk. Because I would love to have, like, a motorized scooter, but, like, I don't want to be Tom the motorized scooter guy. Mm. What if you, like, uh, break your hip or something? No, I'm not saying like a rascal scooter. I'm saying like one of the stand-up scooters. I've never been on one. I want to be on one. Really? Yeah, and I still haven't been on a Segway. I want to be on a Segway. Jeepers I saw a guy riding one of the new Segways the other day down the street. I was so jealous. In New York? Yeah. Did you make a citizen's arrest? No, you're allowed to ride them now. They changed the laws. Wow. Thankfully. You would think that they'd be everywhere. They're starting, dude. They're getting there. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, the new ones don't you go. You live in the weirdest bubble, Tom. No, the new ones don't go. The new ones look like the the hoverboards. It's like that style. Yeah. Like it doesn't go all the way up, but it has like a a bar that goes like up to the knees, kind of. Oh, so you need like more balance. No, I don't know why it's got the thing going up to the knees. <laughs> I don't know. I'll do more research. Please, I'm going to do research. I'm going to buy one. I'm going to be too embarrassed to drive it around. I'll just ride it up and down my small hallway here in my apartment. (laughs) Tim, oh, what was the other thing I'm looking forward to becoming bigger? No, 
They might have just been those two things. Big Johnson oh. t-shirts. <laughs> those are already as big as they get. Here's one. And this goes with naps. Nap pods. Okay. Like, you remember, like, 10 years ago, maybe you started hearing about, like, you know, this new company, Google, where you search for things. They have nap pods in their offices. I wish that caught on more. I wish more places had nap pods. That sounds great. Yeah. I think they would become abused. People would have sex in them. No, I think people would just spend too much time in the nap pods. Just for napping, not for sleeping. People would people would eat in the nap pods. No, no eating in the people nap pods. People would pod. go in the nap pods at work and just dick around on their phones. I don't think so. So the, the idea of these nap pods it was basically like a reclining chair, almost like a dentist chair. I'm going to say it's more like a dentist chair. Okay. Without the drills and everything attached, of course. Um, And then just- With that light that goes in your face, though? No. In in lieu of that light, it would have like a big dome that would go over you. Mm -hmm. And that would black everything out and make everything quiet. And you could just lay in there and take a goddamn nap, just a break from the world. Uh, And this was like a wacky thing that Google and some other startups had. Uh, and I was excited thinking this is going to be great new trend. Yeah. There, these nap pods are going to be everywhere and won't that be great? Uh, but that never really happened. I was in a mall in Las Vegas and they had, it wasn't a nap pod. It was very strange. It was like a little nap room, but it was a freestanding thing. It, It looked almost like a, uh, like a photo booth, but bigger. And it was just like a room that you could just like rent for, I don't know, like 20 minutes at a time. And you could just go in that room and take a nap. It's very, calling it a room is generous. It was right. very small. Like a coffin? Yeah, like a tall coffin. Where they like get the Dave Navarro experience. <laughs> like a coffin you could walk in. A coffin you could walk in. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of it. <laughs> um, but I would have liked that to have caught on more. Yeah, my problem, how do you get people out of that? Uh, I think the the lights turn on bright and then the... Here's what happens to me whenever I take a nap. No, here's... Here... I don't want to mm. wake up from this dang nap. We'll get to I'm that. I'm sleeping, for Christ's sakes. Leave me alone. I think you swipe your credit card in this thing, so I think it's like, hey, you want to stay in here? We're charging you by the man. It's like a 976 number. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't trust myself to... Call a 976 number? You know know you're just going to stay on the line? Yeah, no, I don't trust myself to get in one of those nap pods. Because I know I I won't get up. So many times I've tried to take naps. Yeah. And it's been like, okay, it's 4 p.m. I'm going to wake up at 4.30 on the dot. Yeah. I'm hitting snooze until friggin' like 8.30. Yeah. And then it's 8.30... What am I going to do? Can't salvage the day? No. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to watch Cheers and fall back asleep. Right. Or you're going to watch Cheers until like three in the morning because you can't fall asleep. Yeah. That's my big beef with naps, Tim. Look, I love a nap, but- um, You need to get out of a nap somehow. So the idea, so are you familiar with the phrase power naps? <laughs> I am, Tom. <laughs> A power nap, a.k.a. a stage two nap, oh, no. okay. is, is essentially a, uh, a less than 20 minute nap because they say um, after 20 minutes, you get these slow wave, slow wave sleep 
slow wave sleep happens like your brain changes yeah which is like the best part of sleep right it's like i think that's like the the REM sleep like yeah. the deep sleep the so, sleep that makes you feel really good the this, reason why we all like sleeping well and like the sleep that you need so if you use like a sleep tracker of any kind uh worth its salt it's gonna slap it's gonna- maybe my <laughs> new app that stacks a podcast <laughs> app on top of the sleep cycle app right um, if you've got an app, Ooh, I'll call that sleep pod, just like what you want. I thought you, I thought you were going to say sleep stack, <laughs> but no, sleep stack's pretty good, <laughs> but then you don't know that it has a podcast. Oh yeah. But what if somebody downloads it and thinks like, oh, I press a button and a sleep pod pops out. Well, guess what? You've already downloaded downloaded the app and it was twelve dollars. Twelve dollars that's yeah. a that's a pricey app, Tim. I don't know how many of those. It performs a valuable service. Plus we're trying to trick people who think it's something else. <laughs> right. People who think twelve dollars for a sleep pod, that's a bargain. Yeah. Um you hear about they're, they're they keep sneaking into the app store. There are these apps I mean it's kind of a brilliant scam where they uh uh, for like iPhones that have touch ID, you know, like a home button that they say like, oh, this is a um, uh, heart rate monitor uh, and we're going to dim the display, put your finger on the button and we're going to take your heart rate. Well, they dim the display and then pop up like a like a sign up for a hundred dollars a month thing, like press touch ID <laughs> to approve. <laughs> and then you know your thumbs up or i think it might even tell you like close your eyes while this is happening to like get the most accurate heart rate pretty genius i mean <laughs> evil yeah real shitty but anyway um take so- advantage of your rubes huh that's what you like tom <sighs> no tim i just uh respect a good scam that's all um yeah, so less than 20 minutes is what you're supposed to do for an optimal nap. Also, I feel like the 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 nomenclature when we change from two power nap from the name before this which is which was a cat nap. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing as a cat nap. Yeah. But people, you know, you and your executives in boardrooms saying, oh, "I have to, I have to go take a cat nap before this uh before the big presentation." Sounds like you're uh, not serious. <laughs> Me or the executive? The executive. Yeah. You'd be but, the laughing stock. But if they say I'm gonna go take a power nap. A power nap. Now that's uh, that projects. Power. Stay with me. Power. Yeah. Do you uh, do you, are you familiar with uh, caffeine naps? Yeah, that's like a newer thing, right? Where yeah. you just do like. A shot or two of espresso and then take a nap. Well, yeah, or drink a coffee, but like intake some caffeine like, fairly quickly. Yeah. Because they say it takes about 20 to 30 minutes for the caffeine to hit your system. That doesn't seem right with me, though. Right? Yeah. It seems like the caffeine... Seems I start like the, sweating almost immediately. <laughs> it seems like the first sip of coffee, I feel uh, like... Yeah, it's like uh, Jim like Carrey in The Mask. <laughs> When he puts that mask on. <laughs> it is like Jim Carrey in the mask when he puts that mask on. Uh, I mean, take it, a sip of coffee and I go, somebody stop me. It might right? be psychosomatic, but 
after I've had a cup of coffee, my first cup of coffee of the day, the last thing I want to do is go take a nap. No. I mean, I guess it's not I for the- I still want to go to sleep at all times. <laughs> it's not for the first cup. That's a big problem, man. Like, you know, I, I work for myself, and like that's why I have to get out of the house. Because if I'm in the house, I constantly think, I'll just take a nap right now. Yeah. I'll take a very quick nap, and that I'll feel much better. That never occurs to me. Even when I'm home alone and have nothing to do, I taking a nap is never on the docket. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's... Because I, take... I know I am not disciplined enough to take a nap. It will ruin my whole day. You know how often I take naps, Tim? Every day? Almost every day. Yeah. That's... I I, I want to call you a loser, but really I'm just jealous. And so the, I'm not going to go into the whole, oh, what is your life? How do you, oh, you, so you take a nap every day and then you wake up and eat an Italian ice alone <laughs> on, your, on your couch. I'm not going to go into that shtick because I'd love to have half of that in my life. But here's the problem. So because of, like you said, I've actually gotten a lot better recently at, actually just taking a 20 minute nap and yeah. feeling pretty good when I wake up. Um, but the problem with it is I then have to take a nap on my couch to do that. Cause yeah. if I take a nap in my bed, then I'm in my nice comfortable bed and I just want to sleep as long as like, if I don't have anything to do, I just want to keep sleeping. Do you take the cushions off your couch so you don't get too comfortable? No. Keep the cushions on my couch. I'm just so sleep on like well, a wooden I have a frame. comfortable couch. I would just keep sleeping. No, but now I think I'm developing like severe back and neck problems yeah. from sleeping. You're not, to, you're not meant to sleep on that. Yeah, couch. from sleeping on this You couch. have a lot of weird sleep habits though. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, you, like whenever we go uh, to the UK to do shows at the London Podcast <laughs> Festival, like uh, this upcoming September 13th and 14th, um, you get so severely jet lagged yeah. as soon as we land <laughs> you're like well i'm gonna go disappear for 36 hours <laughs> and come back and still complain about how uh how my sleep is all off yeah well because sleep on the plane i just don't get good sleep on the plane so take a uh, uh, flight during the day <sighs> they're hard to find they are, and then like if you take a flight during the day, then you get in at night, and then it's like yeah, and then you could go to bed. Yeah, I guess at maybe, night. I guess maybe that does. Because I'm thinking it's more like, well, now I'm paying for like another night's hotel. Yeah, but it might be worth it because that first day I just sleep all day, usually in like a real shitty hotel or something. Anyway. Uh, nap pods, napping on a couch versus the bed versus desk. You ever sleep on your desk? Sleep on my desk? Not like on it, but like, like put my head, put down, your head down, down. No, uh, I don't think I'd be able to fall asleep. I try to do that sometimes, uh, where I work, and yeah, I can't really like do it. Aren't you not allowed to make any noise there? Yeah. What happens if you start snoring? I don't really snore usually. Mm. This guy across from me lately has been pounding on his keyboard so hard. I want to throttle him. I want to <laughs> strangle him to death. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, did you ever take naps in preschool? 
I don't think so. Me and neither, right? Here's why I think that might be. I only went to preschool, I think, for half a day. And I think what that amounted <laughs> well, to... This kid's not ready for even preschool. <laughs> no, I think that's just what they offered. You could either go in the afternoon or the morning. Oh, I thought you meant half of one day. No. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, so... I, I think like they dropped me off at 9 a.m. and came back to get me at 11. And I don't know that they needed to squeeze a nap into that time frame. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I never thought about that. But, yeah, that's why I didn't take a nap either. Yeah. Like, I know my nephew goes to daycare. Right. And they drop him. It was, we were in, in the time, we grew up in the, the land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what the deal was to... I don't know. Uh, just had babysitters that were cheaper, I guess. I don't know. But uh, my nephew goes to daycare, and he's there like all day. Yeah, yeah. My niece goes to daycare for not all day, but like, but a, like a good chunk of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Same. And like, uh, and yeah, kids. Kids need. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to... she's there for eighteen hours a day. <laughs> the, uh, the kids need to sleep, man. Whenever I see some fucking toddler, he's like, nah, I don't want a nap. I just want to take this kid and be like, you have no idea. You have no idea, you little idiot. Yeah, you're being, I wish somebody would tell me I have to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I wish everybody in the world was telling me, no, the only thing you need to do right now is sleep in the middle of the day and don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Ridiculous. God Kids are ridiculous. stupid. Uh, do you want to solve a problem? Sure. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. Hey, if you're coming to our London shows, hey, I bet you didn't know we had London shows coming up September 13th and 14th. If you're coming to these shows, and you should, tcgte.com slash live, we'd like to solve your problem live on stage. You'll get a prize. Email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com and just put a London show in the in the subject line. Yeah. This person actually says that they're coming to a London show, but they said not to use their name, so I assume they didn't want this read live on yeah. stage. Uh g- give me a man's name, Tim. Uh David Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. David Bruce Banner. David Bruce. Uh all right. So David Bruce writes Hi, Tim and Tom. Greetings from London. Love the show and hopefully looking forward to seeing your live show next month. We hopefully. mean hopefully buy tickets and Put it in your diary that you're coming. Yeah. Oh, I might have to work. Take the day off, David. Please don't use my name if you choose to read this out. I have a problem, which I'd appreciate your invaluable wisdom for. I currently work in a small team as a data analyst. We currently have a graduate. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but. Hey, uh, here's some advice. Get a less boring job. Next. We currently have a graduate on placement with us, which is part of their broader two-year grad scheme. So somebody's pulling a scheme on them. (laughs) 
they've been placed. That's uh, the one difference between the U.S. and the U.K. that I can't wrap my head around. That scheme doesn't, doesn't mean, mean scheme. <laughs> doesn't mean sneaky and underhanded. Yeah. Uh, she's been in our team for a few months and is soon to leave for her next placement at the end of September. At the end of September. At the end of September. <laughs> Sorry. What happened? <laughs> needed to reboot there for a second. All right. From our discussions, I know she doesn't intend to stay in the company after the two-year scheme. <laughs> yeah, because she's stealing. She's taking all the money. Yeah. She'll have all the jewels by then. Yeah, the last part of any scheme is get out of town. <laughs> and has asked me to be a reference for a couple of academic applications as she's planning on doing a doctorate. So what's the problem? Well, she might be one of the worst colleagues I've ever worked with. Despite coming from a decent university and having a very good degree, she seems incapable of doing simple tasks. I have to re-explain things multiple times, often redo analysis before I send it out because it's wrong, and it takes her days to do work that is incredibly simple. I think because she's planning on leaving, she's not bothering to put any effort in or learn anything. It's also her behavior as well. Behavior spelled with a U here. I'll never get over that. <laughs> She's late almost every day, spends most of her time on her phone. I've caught her browsing Instagram several times and even playing words with friends at her desk and dressing in casual clothes despite it being a smart dress workplace. She disappears several times a day for 30 minutes plus, and I recently discovered she's been playing with her phone on a bench outside near the nearby park. <laughs> Yikes. It might sound like I'm being a little one-sided, but I've also had numerous complaints from other staff. She's been taking off her shoes and socks in meetings, playing on oh that's Yeah, that's playing on her phone while whilst visiting clients, and apparently she slammed a door in someone's face <laughs> when he offered to swipe her into a building. Huh? I don't understand that part. Yeah, if he's offering to Yeah. We share office space with a lot of IT staff, and I've heard about times she's ignored them when they've tried to start a conversation and scowled at them when they've greeted her. A few of the behavioral therapy things I've mentioned in our meetings, but she was forced upon our team, and because she's leaving next month, I've just chosen to ignore it and let it be someone else's problem. The coward's way out. His That was his Yeah, that was his critique, own commentary on his... Yeah. My question is what to do about these references. I feel my choice is either tell her the truth and possibly sink her application might be cathartic. That's also his commentary. Uh, lie and say how good she is or write a really bland one. I'll say she turned up for work, completed her tasks, etc. What would you do in my situation? Thanks, Dr. David Bruce Banner. Nice. This guy's a misogynist. <laughs> Why? Why do you just jump to that conclusion? Because he thinks a woman isn't good at her job. I don't. He thinks this particular woman isn't good First at her job. First of all, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, he might be. I don't know. Uh, but she doesn't sound he like a great employee. He didn't say anything like, oh, and she's always, you know, doing her nails I or something. I thought the code was for our generation. Uh-huh. You're never going to be able to actually be off of work, right? right. You're going to carry email around with yeah, you all Yeah, you're day. always going to have a device sending emails. You're going to live with constant anxiety from work. Right. You're and never the, off the clock. Yeah. And the trade-off is you can look at Instagram at work. Yeah. Right? 
I know that's I don't the think, least of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he he undercut his point a little bit by mentioning I've caught her looking at it. It's like, well, ain't like I've never spent more than maybe thirty seconds looking at Instagram. Like you can't get lost in Instagram. Yeah. Unless Some you're looking at can. like butt models or people something. People are lo- are looking at uh, Discover a lot. Oh, uh, see, I never, never look at Discover. I've never done that. I, I know somebody, a very non-social media <laughs> focused person. Uh-huh. And she's like, I had to quit uh, Instagram. I'd spend, <laughs> I was always looking at Discover? I'd, I'd, I'd spend hours there. I was like, how many people do you know? Didn't you run out of content? And she's like... No, I'd look up slot. I was like Magellan on this thing, discovering new things constantly. She's like, I'd look up slime on Discover. <laughs> and there's just hundreds of thousands of slime videos that start to Okay, you see it once, you see them all. Apparently not. Yeah. I mean, I, So anyway, maybe this girl is looking at uh, the slime videos for, for hours yeah, on I guess. end. I mean, I guess I don't follow a ton of people on Instagram. Yeah. I guess maybe that's coloring my because like I'll go on Instagram a few times a day, but when I look, it's like ah, three mm. new pictures, and I look at them. I'm like, ah, oh, neat, <laughs> and then I've got nothing else to look at. Sitting on a bench outside the office, yeah, I don't think that's a huge offense either. Uh, it is if like she's supposed to be at work. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you know you you get in this mindset where, hey. It's only daylight for a few hours every day. Right. I'm not going to spend 90% of it just inside this friggin' room. I think- like, I'm going to get outside. I'm going to get some vitamin D. I agree 100%, except like you also can't then think you're going to get a great reference. And also, if you're going to do that, then- She's catching some rays, Tom. But also, if you're going to do that, then you get better make sure you're doing your other work really well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she's just bad at her job. Um, I would write her a good review. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I would say so. The coward's way out. The easy way is just write her a bland review. Yeah, like just write write the like, like you know the review that sounds like you were being interrogated by the police. <laughs> like, yes, I I I know this person. She worked at this place. A pro- from this state to approximately this state, and then that's it. Yeah. Um, but I feel a you can't. I mean, I don't know how these things work, but like you can't like sink her application. If you give her a bad reference, she's just not going to use that reference, right? Yeah, I think. Although, do you sometimes have to give them in like sealed envelopes? Maybe I don't know how anything works. Yeah, I'm assuming that she's not going to be able to. Uh, See to vet this before she sends it off. Oh, okay. Well, then that's different. But even here's what you do: you give her a fighting chance. Because here's the thing: she might be bad at her job. Most people are bad at their jobs. Um, there's a lot of complaints that not Wayne Gretzky. Well, you know, there's a reason he's called the Great One, and there's only one of him. It's <laughs> true. The Great One referred to his job. Yeah. So anyway, they they. The Instagram thing, the sitting on a bench thing, that's just human stuff. That's fine. Uh, you can't sink somebody because she was mean to guys in the IT department or scowled at them when they were trying to flirt with her or whatever. That's fine. You didn't uh, say they were trying to flirt. Yeah, that it was might have subject. been women in the IT department, Tim. And uh, furthermore, 
I think the only real offense she's not great at her job. Fine. Yeah. The only real offense was taking her shoes and socks off in meetings. I say you write her a glowing review, lie about everything, gloss over the fact that she's great at her job, that she's terrible at her job, yeah. make it sound like she's the best you've ever had uh, at, at the company, and then guess what? Mention that she takes her shoes and socks off at the meeting. It's indisputable. She does it. Right. It's true. It's a fact, and what, is she going to get mad at you for lying about uh, her other performance, which is great, by saying a thing that is objectively true against all these uh, aggrandizing lies? She's going to get this recommendation letter and march it right to HR and say, look at this uh, letter this pervert wrote about my feet. (laughs) There's no reason to mention somebody's feet under any circumstance in a referral letter. Well, maybe she shouldn't take her shoes and socks off and well, meetings. Oh, and you think that guy's going to be able to say, well, yeah, that's uh, true. well if she want me uh, to gawk it out of maybe she shouldn't have been flaunting them during meetings. <laughs> shoes and socks? How do you take your socks off? I see shoes if you're wearing sockless shoes and yeah, you're dangling them on your feet or whatever. But like taking your socks off? That's something you have to like bend over and do. Yeah. Like yeah, you bend can do down. it with your other foot. Well, you're certainly going to have to bend over to put them back on. Yeah. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just leave them. Oh, God. Let the janitor take care of them. That's your answer for everything. Yeah. I would say just tell her, <coughs> look, I don't think I'm the best person to give you a, a recommendation. I don't know if I would have a very good recommendation to give you. And if she's like, well, I still want one, be like, all right. Yeah. I'm going to write about your feet. Yeah. And then this guy's out of a job. <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at complete guide everything at gmail.com. Like Tim said, if you're coming to the London shows, uh, email us with your problem if you'd like us to solve it on stage and uh, mention that in the subject line. You can check out tcgt.com for our website. You can support the show by going to tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and patreon.com slash complete guide for our uh, other podcast called Books the Podcast. We're in the middle of reading. Tim's in the middle of reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He's telling me Tim's already so effective it's insane. He barreled in here like a, like a hurricane and he's trying to teach me how to be more effective. Uh, and it's great. Uh, you can get the latest episode and all the back episodes, patreon.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And you can follow the whole show at complete guide on Twitter. Yeah, Tom. I'm fading fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very tired. Maybe you should take a nap. Ooh, a disco nap. You know what a disco nap is? That's just like a nighttime nap, right? It's before you go out. Yeah. It's to get, uh, do you remember to the time? To get ready for the disco. Do you remember the time uh, you and I and two other people <laughs> uh, moved into an apartment yeah. and had a housewarming <laughs> know party? Exactly. Before you even, well, as soon as you said, remember the time, I know exactly what you were talking about. We had a housewarming party and I was like, okay, you know, like probably. This was like our first adult apartment. Yeah. Uh, and it was pretty big, and, and yeah. we invited a lot of people over. Yeah, I had a lot of friends. At the time, you did, before you <laughs> alienated them all. Um, somewhat true. 
And I, you know, it was like 7 p.m. And I think people were going to come starting around like 8. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take a quick nap, a disco nap. I had gotten home from work. It was a Friday night. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to I'm just gonna sleep for a little bit. I'll wake up and party. I did not wake up. Like, people kept no. coming into my room yeah, like and the, waking me up. The door to your room was just, like, open the entire yeah. party. And I was just sleeping. And people would wake me up for, like, five minutes at a time and... I'd hold court, and then I'd <laughs> fall back asleep, and yeah. then another group would come in and, and wake this me up. Like what? Maybe like a twenty, thirty person party. Yeah, I remember a bunch of people just kept coming. And like in people and, coming and going, but like a consistent like thirty people pretty much in the yeah. apartment. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I mean, it was memorable. Yeah. It was me. weird, like because I had a bunch of like work friends, and they were like, "Oh, let me like meet Tim." Your roommate, and it's like, well, he's the door's open. He's in there. He's asleep. Yeah, that's just the kind of shit that like twenty three year olds do, though. Yeah, you're yeah. Probably, you're going through a growth spurt, probably. Yeah, I grew six inches that summer. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. People do dumb shit. I also it was the time where it was time in our lives where the previous. Probably 50 nights we had all been out <laughs> drinking at least 11 beers every night. Yeah. So like I might have just had, my body might have just been like, yeah, you know what, I, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to bed before 3 a.m. for the first time? Yeah. We're going to we're gonna capitalize on this. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you're a, a horrible uh, party host. Yeah, that's I, true. I won't I had deny to do it. a lot of. Oh yeah, you were really uh, doing a lot of work that. Party. Yeah, it was... I'm sure you cleaned up a lot afterwards. Yeah, well, like, cleaning up wasn't the priority of the host. It was trying to make sure everybody was having a good time. Was everybody having a good time? Yeah. yeah like, Where's Tim? I could tell everybody was having a good time by the way they kept coming into my room and trying to wake me up to save the party. Nah, they were having a good time. I, everybody dancing. Dancing, yeah, everybody dancing. They well, couldn't get enough. Thirty people at any given time might have been high, Tom. No, they weren't high, man. This All was right. a drug-free okay. party. What were you trying to imply about my parties, Tim? All right, I've had enough of this. It's Going to the, bed. It was one of those '90s era caffeine parties. <laughs> everybody was on a caffeine natural high. It's not a natural high. Yeah, caffeine's from nature. So is everything else. Not chemicals. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.